This is Wildcat Dojo Conversations. Hi, and welcome to another self-defense-oriented episode. Today, our guest is new. That's right. We are so happy to welcome Pam onto the show. Welcome. Thank you for having me, Sensei. I am so happy you could be here today. Now, I know you're a listener, and I am going to thank you for that. Oh, Sensei. And I know you're also a student at Sensei Greg's Dojo, because that's how you and I met. And for you listeners, that's Sensei Greg Collegian's Dojo, and he is such a wonderful guy. And that apple did not fall far from the tree, as he is Master Collegian's son. Yes. One of the twins. Hi, Sensei Jeff. Oh, Sensei. Well, thank you. I'm lucky to have him as a Sensei for the last five years. Nice. He's awesome. He is awesome. <laughs> and he has such a um, strong and boisterous personality in the front of the dojo. He absolutely he? does. Yes. Yeah. Excellent teacher. And he's fun, too. Lots oh, yeah. of fun. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. All right. We better get on with it, shouldn't we? I think so. We have done a few episodes on self-defense. And being a listener, Pam, do you have a favorite? I like the one you did with Glenda. I think it was the first self-defense episode you did. Yes, it was. And I liked it, too. I also liked the one we did with Sensei Jay called A Real Fight, A Real Mess. I like that one, too. But you know what? The episodes are a lot like karate to me. Every single time I'm doing something, that's my favorite moment. It's so strange. But true. And also, I get to be around cool people. Yes. And they get to be around you. Oh, that's so <laughs> nice. Thanks. Okay. Of course, I'm going to tag those two episodes down into the show notes. So if you get yourself on a self-defense kick, you can listen to more episodes. So scroll down, folks. I'm going to start with a quick note on how we got the idea for this episode. Are you ready? Oh, Sensei. We have a listener in rural Tennessee, and she wrote me one day and mentioned that even in the rural areas, they were having some trouble with people trying to get into other people's homes. She said she tried to tell her neighbors about safety, but she thought if we did an episode, it might help others to keep home safety in mind, like specifically home safety. And I want to say thank you, Jennifer. And we invited Jennifer to be on the episode, but she can't make it. And although we're sad Jennifer couldn't come, we are so lucky to get Pam. Well, thank you, Sensei. I agree on all counts. Hey, did you both remember that Master Collegian and I have self-defense books on Amazon? Yes, Sensei. I believe Pam has one of them. Oh, yeah. She brought it. I do, Sensei. Cool. Before we go on, we want to say it's been five years since Master Collegian passed, and every day we notice. Every day. Yeah. But Master Collegian's book is called One Woman Every Minute. That's right. And the spelling on his last name is K-E-L-L-J-C-H-I-A-N, Joseph Collegian. My book is called Self-Defense, A Common Sense Approach. And I just had to look at it to say that. (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) And they're both easy to find. Most of the information that we're going to cover today, I took from those two books, which is really cool, by the way, to look at our own material for this one. Yes. And of course, we're going to add on our personal stories, right? Yes, we are. Okay, let's get started with Master Collegian's book. Who's going to go first? I will, Sensei. Perfect. I'll start with the front door. In fact, all the doors. Keep them locked. And don't hide the keys outside. You know, that is such an easy thing to say and such a tough thing to do, that don't hide the key outside thing, isn't it? It is. What do you think is the best thing to do with the key? You go first. I think the best thing to do with the key is to give it to a neighbor that you trust. I like that one. That's what we do, Sensei. Our our neighbor behind us has our key. 
And Sensei Jackie, her daughter, lives close by. So that's, that's right. how they work it out. And my key is not close by. She's got it. Uh-huh. But she did have to come once. Yes, I Luckily, did. she wasn't very far <laughs> away when I locked myself out of the house. Oh, so that wow. was like a year ago, I guess now. I guess. It's, <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. But thank goodness I was there and it was meant to be. Yes. I used to have a close neighbor, but they moved away. And so now I'm creating new relationships oh, that's and that's good. what takes time. And it is, it is a trick guys. There's no easy answers on safety versus convenience. Cause that's what it's all about. Isn't it? It is. Sensei. It is. And although I'm not that far along in the script, so I don't know if I wrote this, I'm going to say that I said to myself something this morning that I cannot say enough times. It doesn't have anything to do with home safety, but it does have to do with the convenience thing. Do not leave something in your car that you are not willing to lose. Oh, Sensei, yes. And that's a whole convenience thing, isn't it? Because you're only going to be there for a second. Right. <laughs> and that's the second that somebody's watching you. Exactly. I've seen it so many times on the news with a child in the backseat. Oh, don't say that just one because it makes me upset. Yes. I mean, yeah. I was just thinking of how I have to stop at Publix on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you going to do with your computer? You have to exactly. carry it with you. Yes, exactly. I have to carry it with me. <laughs> that is exactly what has to happen. All right. I think we're going to move on to actually answering the door, aren't we? Good idea. You know what? I do want to start by talking about the ring camera. Do you have the ring camera? No, we don't, Sensei, but we plan to. Ah, us. that's interesting. Yes. We don't either. Neither Sensei Jackie nor myself. No, but the cameras are such a good idea and they have come down in price. And us, I believe yes. that they're easier to install than they used to be. Right. And I have read a couple of bad things about ring cameras, like hacking and so on and so forth. But overall, I think the pluses do outweigh the minuses of some sort of surveillance system, a lot of S's there, <laughs> that is affordable. Because that's the problem with surveillance systems is their monthly fees, right? That's, uh, that's right. So, and, the, and of course, the initial setup. Right. But the ring camera, everybody can set it up by themselves. I've talked to half a dozen people and it's, right. like, a, it's like a no big deal thing. It's just hooking it into your Wi-Fi. And then I guess it's an app on your phone. Exactly. When I went to visit my nephew, shout out to my nephew, Sean, <laughs> I'll send him this to listen to. He wanted me to drop something at his house. I went to his house. I rang the bell. He started talking to me, but he wasn't home. It was very creepy. <laughs> wow. He goes, no, I'm talking to you. And I'm like, where? And he goes, just talk. <laughs> like, you're so antiquated. <laughs> so there you go. And I would like to know if any of our listeners would write in and tell us about their experiences with um, home surveillance, whether it is with the doorbell camera or other cameras around their house, what pros and cons do they think? Because I would like to know for myself. Yeah. Before we invest in one, we want your reviews. That's a good one. I don't think I've heard any complaint from the people I know who have them. All yeah. pros. Okay. If you want to tell us, you can reach us all over the web at Wildcat Dojo. We are super easy to find. And we're on Instagram at Wildcat Dojo Conversations. That's right. And if you want us old school email, we're at Dojo Conversations at AOL.com. And if you go to our website and you click the podcast link on the website, you can listen to all the episodes right there. So that's also another convenience. The ring camera is not the only way to be safe at your front door. Obviously, the old fashioned peephole is another one, right? Yes. Oh, sensei. That's what it's called, isn't it? A peephole, I believe. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. And also, one that I use pretty regularly is, I'm not going to say that I have a mean voice, but I don't open the door. I say, what can I do for you through the door? And then I decide with that conversation, am I going to call somebody to 
to see if this person is who they say they are? Am I going to open the door and go out? Am I going to say, wait a minute, I'll come out and I come out another door so I can get an idea, look and see what the street looks like because that's the way my house is set up. So I have like a routine. Do you guys have something like that? I like the idea about using your voice, you know, kind of sounding a little authoritative. Somewhat. Oh, I like that description. Authoritative um, when someone knocks on the door that you're not familiar with. Um, that's what I would do. I love that idea. I also buy my front door in case I make a mistake and open it for the wrong reason, have a spray can and I have lots of pokey things. <laughs> Sticks and stones will break their bones. That's oh. right. My son has a big bow right by the front door, a heavy one too. So I can use that. Both Sensei Jackie and Pam are doing a little foretelling because we're going to get two weapons inside our house that are not actually weapons, but can become weapons easily. But we love foretelling. Oh, Sensei. Foreshadowing is our thing here. (laughs) Well, that's not true, but we do it a lot. (laughs) Okay. Anything else by the front door? Can we move? I think we can go, Sensei. So let's move from safety at the front door of our house to safety at the front door of our computer. I did it. Oh, (laughs) these days, it's so important to remember to be safe and protect your privacy on the internet, which includes phishing. That's phishing with a PH. And of course, in the mail. Right. So the old fashioned postal so, service. That's right. I'm I'm sure that almost everybody has a story about phishing emails that they get every day. Yes. Say. But it's not just that. I just read this morning about the lady who leaves her laptop open all the time and doesn't cover her camera. And therefore somebody sent her a picture of herself inside her house. Oh wow. I have covered my laptop camera since I can't remember when it started, since I've owned a laptop. That way if I do leave it open, the camera just has a little piece of tape over it. That's all there is to it. So that is something that you can think of. Also, I want to jump back to the old-fashioned United States Postal Service. I say that because they get insulted when you call them snail mail (laughs) because they are tough. They have been around for a long time and they get the job done. Yes, they do. And I don't want to insult any male people. That sounded like I meant men. (laughs) Okay, Or female. Back to (laughs) it. If you happen to live alone, it's good if you don't advertise that. It's good if you use your initial instead of your name. It's good if you imply that someone else comes and goes at your house so that people can't adjust to your routine by watching you. That's right, which they certainly can if you always leave your house at the same time every day. In the same state of disarray and not paying attention. So it's a good idea to change things up. That's right. And when you come out your door, which we said in every safety podcast we've done so far, and when you get out of your car, stop for a second and take a look before you do it. Because I've done this for so long now, it is my habit to check my rearview mirrors when I turn off the key of my car, which is an odd timing. You wouldn't think you would do it when you turn off the key of your car, but it's just my habit. Rearview mirrors, side view mirrors. I know one of the black belts said years ago that when he opened his car door, he always opened closed and opened it hard just in case somebody Ah. was next to him and he would hit them with the car door. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. All right. I think we're going to finish up this little teeny section with a quote from Master Collegian's book. And I think you've got this covered, right, Pam? Of course. Master Collegian wrote, realize that the following safety measures constitutes common sense, not paranoia. And I just can't tell you how much I love that he says that. I do too. And and that we should remember it. 
uh, I over and over say to people, paying attention in life doesn't mean you're crazy paranoid, or we could go to the fun way of saying that just because I'm paranoid doesn't make it not true. (laughs) (laughs) But that's also true. Right. We love Master Collegian's books. And there's another line in his book that perfectly segues to your book because you both emphasize it. Okay, I'm trying to follow you here. Keep going. It's a line that's simple to say, but tough to remember. Pay attention 24-7. That is tricky to remember. Yes. And so many things we're supposed to do 24-7. We're (laughs) not going to name them all here, but it is a long list. Hence the fact that before we started recording, Pam, Sensei, Jackie, and I were saying, boy, being an adult, it has a lot of repetition in it. It sure (laughs) does, Sensei. And that is not the word we used to say it either. (laughs) (laughs) But it works. Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. Can you believe that there's more to add? No. No. What what is there, Sensei? Why don't you start us out again, Pam? This is funny because I'm back at the front door again. (laughs) I know. I like the term back (laughs) at the front door. (laughs) You mentioned that people should keep bushes trimmed, less hiding places for the crazy folks. You know, the first time I read that, I was like a white belt. And I was helping Master Collegian teach a class. And he was pointing out that section of one of the little pamphlets that he gave out at the time because it was before he had the books written. So I've known that one for a very long time, and I do like it. People do hide in bushes. You hear about it all the time. Us and say. And the police officers talk about it all the time in the homeowners associations that you should always keep your bushes trimmed. Around your doors. Around your doors. Yeah, definitely. And I don't think we have this one on this list of things, but some people like to have the dog barking sound even though they don't have the big oh, dog. Yeah. yeah. Some wow. people like to have that inside their home so that if somebody rings their bell or something, a, a, a barking sound comes. Yeah. I don't think that's a bad idea at Not all. Not a bad idea at and all. And again, we're talking about what's affordable and doable for you. Right. And if you have a dog, a real dog. That's the best, but that's the best for many reasons. <laughs> and I'm not right. sure I can roll that into a safety podcast except <laughs> for calmness. Okay. I know we're moving on to one that you love, Cincy Jackie. Yes, this is one of my favorites, that there are objects in our homes that can be used as weapons. Okay, not only were we just talking about that on the blooper show, but we were also just talking about it five minutes ago. That's right. (laughs) So you already know a few of them, but let's each say something that we like. I want to stop by saying, let's talk about the spray can, Jackie, because that's kind of a controversial one. Also with pepper spray, because you have to make sure the spray is going in the correct direction and not bothering you. That's right. And that's why I love the spray cans that have a trigger because normally the sprayer point, it makes sense when you pull the trigger, you're going to see the spray go out. Correct. And in your own home, you need to really pay attention to air conditioning ducts. Oh, that's insane. That's That's right. Another whole thing. Yeah. But, and I know this from when I was a child, my sister will attest to it. You can throw a can. Yes, you can. Right. (laughs) Now I have to send this one to my sister too. My whole family is like, she's talking about us. So that's another thing you can use a can for is the throwing aspect. And throwing things is a great idea. What's your favorite non-weapon weapon weapon at your home? I think the easiest one would be the broom. Oh, yeah. The broom can turn into a bow staff. Yeah. Right. Brooms are awesome. They're everywhere. Both ends are usable. And think about how the dirty end, you know, the the bristles will be distracting because it's disgusting. And it'll also be hurting because it's hitting. And it goes right in the eyes. Oh, I love a good broom. (laughs) I do too. Yeah. I'm trying to think I have so many favorites. How about I just go frying pan on the kitchen stove, especially if it's made out of cast iron. (laughs) Yes. But all the pans are usable. They don't have to be cast iron. 
Well, and if you answer the front door with a cast iron pan, nobody notices anything. <laughs> oh, she's a cooker. <laughs> now, that was funny. Okay. Are we going to talk about safety and telephones? Um, yeah. There's so many things. We used to talk about landlines. Yes, but now most landlines are connected to internet. And if your internet goes out, your landline goes out. And that's what happened to both Jackie and I in one of the big hurricanes that came down here in South Florida five or six years ago. That's right. And so most people have a cell phone. And I say one of the most important things is to keep it charged. Oh, I like that. I'm guilty of that. Yes. Making it down to like 10%. Right. And I have to keep in mind to always keep it charged. And, And the other thing I think where phones are concerned is the location of the phone compared to the emergency. Right. Each person has to figure that out for themselves. Are you a person who keeps your phone in your pocket? Are you a person who sets the phone in the kitchen and then all of a sudden you're five rooms away and the phone where you need it is in the kitchen. True. These are things that you're going to have to do some mental searching and decide how do you want to handle those things? Exactly. And we don't even have to bring up, I don't think, about phone calls coming in because nobody answers anything that says spam. Right, exactly. And most people, if they're calling you, really will leave you either a voicemail or a text saying, I'm not a spam caller. I'm a real caller, so call me back. (laughs) I think most people text me. I have like, it's more like a texting machine than a phone. True, but businesses will call yourself and the authoritative voice to a spam caller finishes it pretty quickly. Yes, it does. (laughs) All right. Now we're going to go back to the boring world of the actual house and windows. I'm a stick in the window kind of person. What about you? Do you have grown up locks on your windows? How do you how do you do it? My windows all have locks, but I can't be sure that they always work. That's an area where I have to think about that a little bit more. We have windows that lock also. The hurricane proof windows? No, I don't have hurricane. I just have regular windows. Oh, well, they come with locks Mm -hmm. and they seem to work. I mean, we've tested, tried. They don't, they don't open. That's Um, perfect. Yeah. But before that, we used to do the stick in the window as well. Perfect. Yeah. Especially the sliding glass door. Yeah. Okay. On we go, guys. So most of this is just common sense, right? Yes. Us. The problem is you really have to pay attention to remember to do it. And you mentioned in your book, that people have to make small changes over time. You know what I was just thinking? It's a great plan to include your best friend in this whole thing. Kind of make it like a buddy system for all kinds of reasons. I totally love that idea. Any kind of buddy system is a great idea on all kinds of fronts in life. I think we mentioned using a friend to practice self-defense techniques when we did the episode with Glenda. You know when a friend is really handy? When you're going to travel alone. And you should tell somebody that you're going there. And then they know where to start looking in case you don't come back. But if you don't tell us where you went, we don't even know where to begin looking or how to start figuring out what could have gone wrong. That's right. So that's one of the areas where I really like it. I also think, Pam, that you have another good addition. I like your idea of playing what if games. I think you mentioned them in your book. I think I do mention them in my book because I love what if games. And again, it goes to that whole paranoia thing. If you play, what if I get home and I see somebody's been in the house and then you have to make some decisions. What do I want to do at that point? And it's better if you've thought it through. That's right. What do you think? I um, actually had it happen. Mm-hmm. I had the, I could see that my screen was on the ground. So obviously someone had gone in through a window in my house and I called the police and I called you sensei. And did we decide to go in the house or did we decide to wait for the police? What did we decide that day? Well, you decided to wait five minutes. And if the police didn't come, 
because I was worried about my animals. Right. That I remember. And so because it wasn't, I wasn't in imminent danger, it took a little bit longer for the police to come that day. And um, I went in. And I stayed on the phone. On the phone. Yeah, that's what I thought we did too. And I can, I can see that as a karate person deciding to go ahead and go in and look the situation over. And of course, I had weapons in my hand. But another choice is call the police and don't go in. Go to a neighbor instead. Right. Right. Of course. And then you can be a totally crazy person and not call the police and just go in and see what the heck. <laughs> These are all choices that you're going to have to make. And you will live with the consequences of your choices. That's right. Uh, okay. Anybody want to add anything there? I don't think so, Sensei. Okay, we're coming to the end, which is a miracle. <laughs> and I think we're going to enter the world of talking to kids. Yes, Sensei. And I do like the way you include children in your approach to talking about plans. Right. Kind of goes along with Master Collegian saying, making plans isn't paranoia, it's smart. And I, I think of it like a fire escape plan. You want kids to know what they should do and not, not be afraid of talking about it. There's nothing wrong with any of this stuff, especially if you make it a game. We have tons of safety games we play with kids. My favorite is the one where we pretend our punching bags are backpacks and we're strangers coming towards them and they're throwing them <laughs> backpacks at us. It's a little painful. <laughs> but it's a really good game for the kids because their eyes light up and they, they do become aware that large people coming at them is not a comfortable feeling. Right. And that they have a power. Right. That's the most important, that yeah. they're not helpless. That's right. And, I, you know, we went through this whole thing and we never mentioned our favorite, the power of your voice. But a good yell, that'll get the job done for you. Right? And, and I know that that's one of the things that you emphasize in class, Sensei, is that the right time to be quiet and the right time to yell. Or the right time to have a quieter voice and the right time to have a loud voice. I have to work on that all the time because <laughs> I'm a loud talker by nature. How about you? I talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? Do you consider yourself a loud talker? Um, not always. I consider myself that I actually have to consider it. Ah, okay. So we are at the end and we are going to finish with what other people have said about home safety. So quotes, correct? That's right. And I'm going to start out with the silliest sign that I saw online. Are you ready? We're ready. Here's what it says. Be careful. Safety is everybody's job. And as silly as it is. It's true. It's true. It's yes. Did I sound like a boss? Yes, you did. <laughs> okay. I'm going with a fun one, though, Sensei. And it's uh, from The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien. Woohoo! <laughs> Getting rid of dragons is not at all in my line, but I will do my best to think about it. Personally, I have no hopes at all and wish I was safe back at home. Which implies the safety of home. That's uh, it. Yes. And Pam, I think that you have one from one of our favorite authors. Yes. Laura Ingalls from Little House on the Prairie. One of my favorites from childhood. And it says, it was so wonderful to be there, safe at home, sheltered from the winds and the cold. And what I get from all these quotes is that the safety we feel in our homes is a teeny bit of an illusion. Could you agree with that? Yes. I do. And yet... It's a beautiful illusion. Oh, it is. Believe me, I love being home. I know I shouldn't after we were in lockdown for two years, <laughs> but I do love being home in comfortable clothes with your feet up. But Absolutely. I right. And I maybe do. even a cup of hot chocolate. Ooh. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> but I do want to emphasize the concept that, okay, you can let your guard down when you're in the safety of your own home. I will go that far, right? Yes. Oh, sensei. But 
not to the point where you make foolish errors. Is that a compromise? It's a smart compromise. It's a balance. Right. right. Oh, I love the word balance. And a karate man's pride. Yeah. Oh, you balance. There you go. We just did a whole episode on that. All right. You know what time it is? It's time for Honor Athletics, of course. We have one little sponsor, and she's awesome. Her name is Cynthia, and she owns Honor Athletics in Georgia. And you can reach her at 770-945-5150 for all your karate needs. And if you happen to be on the web, go to honor-athletics.com. Or scroll down and click her link below. That's right. And do not forget to mention us, Wildcat Dojo, for your 10% discount. Now, let me ask you. And by the way, audience, I'm looking straight at Pam. Was this as fun as you thought it might be? It's even better. (laughs) (laughs) That's because we make a million mistakes and we get tangents all over the place. And have a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing it. Well, thank you for having me, Sensei. My pleasure. So on that note, good night, everybody. Thanks for coming. I'm signing out. Thanks for being here. Hope you join us again on Wildcat Dojo Conversations.